Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Russian troops battle ready. They are moving into fighting positions. A winter wallow. Snow, damaging wind, and even a tornado or two. Vets with cancer fight the VA. Deny, deny, deny till they die. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the U.S. says Russia is increasing its forces surrounding Ukraine, not pulling them back as Moscow has contended, with 7,000 more added in recent days. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in western Ukraine. Get out now before hostilities start, warns top U.S. diplomat Christina Kavin. The situation could worsen very quickly, and we're very worried about that and are urging all Americans to leave the country now. Made more urgent by those satellite images appearing to show even more Russian forces just a few miles from the border with Ukraine. We're going to do everything we can to help American citizens. Families have already begun to flee eastern Ukraine. Natalia and Alexei brought their young children here from Kharkiv, around 30 miles from the Russian border. And what made you decide that now is the time to go? It's not rather comfortable to sit at home with two children and wait. Nobody here in Lviv wants to see a war, but the city's mayor says they're ready. I open my door, I open my home. The entire city is opening its home, but praying it doesn't come to that. The House committee investigating the Capitol attack is set to get key White House information from that day. CBS's Scott McFarland on Capitol Hill. Visitor logs are expected to show who was on the grounds in those pivotal hours before the riot began. We know the January 6th committee has been probing who the former president spoke with by phone that day, what he said to Mike Pence by phone from the Oval Office, and who was nearby when he said it. Meanwhile, a federal judge says he'll decide by tomorrow whether to hold Stuart Rhodes, the accused Oath Keepers founder, in pretrial detention in his seditious conspiracy case. A New York judge hears arguments today and former President Trump's battle to avoid being questioned under oath in the investigation into his business empire. A storm system packing snow, rain, and strong winds and the threat of tornadoes in some places is on the move. It's impacting the south and midwest and is heading east. The Weather Channel's Jim Cantore is tracking it. We're looking at severe weather this afternoon, especially between 12 and 7. That looks like the hot spot. Eastern Arkansas, parts of Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky. Five out of ten chance in that area of getting a tornado today. Well, now to Texas, where CBS's Omar Villafranca has more on the trial of a former Los Angeles Angels employee charged with supplying the drugs that killed pitcher Tyler Skaggs in 2019. The prosecution alleges Skaggs received counterfeit 
counterfeit oxycodone containing fentanyl from Eric Kay, a former Angels public relations official. But Kay's attorneys argue that while Kay was giving Skaggs opioids, it's not clear who gave Skaggs the lethal dose. And testimony from former players and friends indicated that Skaggs had other suppliers. Among them, former all-star pitcher and teammate Matt Harvey, who admitted to helping Skaggs get oxycodone during the season. Overseas, now to Beijing, CBS's Steve Futterman has more on what's happened at the Winter Games. For the sixth time, the U.S. and Canadian women's hockey teams met in the gold medal match. On this day, Canada was the superior team. The Canadians scored twice in the first period, then again in the second to take a 3-0 lead. The U.S. fought back. The Americans cut the margin to 3-2, but with only 12 seconds left in the game. Obvious disappointment for the U.S.'s Hillary Knight. We came up a little short tonight. Um, you have to find a way to win, and Canada was a better team tonight. The focus now here in Beijing is on another rink, where the women's figure skating competition is set to conclude. The favorite is the embattled Russian 15-year-old Kamila Valieva, with many saying she should not be allowed to take part. Valieva will have the spotlight on her again, Olympic historian David Wolachinsky. If she does win, it will be a difficult moment for figure skating and for the Olympic movement because the International Olympic Committee has announced that there will not be a medal ceremony because Valieva could still be disqualified after the Olympics. Also today, another disappointing performance for skier Michaela Schifrin. She fell during the slalom portion of the Alpine combined and didn't finish. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Winter Olympics in Beijing. The head of the CDC says officials are preparing for the next phase of the pandemic as COVID case numbers continue to drop. Updated mask guidance will be out soon, but already most states have taken steps to phase out rules. In Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin helped push through a bill that bans school districts from imposing mask mandates on kids. Now is our chance to give all parents the rights to make decisions that we know they have. Twelve Florida school districts that ignored an order banning mask mandates are being fined a total of $200 million. In the largest global study of its kind, researchers estimate one in four women has experienced sexual or physical violence at the hands of their male partner. The findings are in the Lancet Medical Journal. For years, military families at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, have complained about water contaminated with cancer-causing chemicals and cleaning fluids. Cancer victim Mark Kottnauer, who spent the summer of 1977 there when he was a young Marine, says compounding the situation is a VA claim system that has been unresponsive. The saying is deny, deny, deny until they die. They don't want to step up and do the right thing. CBS's Catherine Herridge says the VA denied his claim on the basis that their experts were more persuasive. According to documents obtained by CBS News, the approval rate dropped from 25 to 5 percent after they brought in these experts. The VA says the average approval rate is now 17 percent. It went as low as just 1 percent. The VA defends the action in the Kottnauer case and says it's committed to processing all claims. One of the three Minneapolis police officers charged with violating George Floyd's constitutional rights has testified at their trial. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper says Alexander King told the jury he did what his training called for. King has testified that he was concerned about officers' inability to stop Floyd from thrashing around as they tried to arrest him. King also said he did what he was trained to do, deferred to Chauvin, the senior officer at the scene. Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder and pleaded guilty to avoid this federal trial. It's a gruesome scene in Brazil. 
people dealing with mountains of mud in the city of Petropolis, where more than 100 deaths are reported in mudslides that buried homes. Others are listed as missing. A new Gallup poll says the number of U.S. adults who identify as LGBTQ has hit a record, 7.1%. That's nearly double the percentage from 10 years ago. An opera whose composer died in a Nazi concentration camp has finally had its world premiere. Growing up in San Francisco, says Jan Ag. I always knew that we had an opera in the trunk in our basement. Her grandfather, Eugen Engel, had handed his manuscript to his daughter as she fled the Nazis. Engel died in the Holocaust. A few years ago, a German archive approached Ag, asking if she had anything to donate, setting in motion this. Engel's opera, Greta Minda, having its world premiere in Magdeburg, Germany. Director Karen Stone. We had thunderous applause at the end, people stomping their feet. A lost treasure retrieved. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A Florida judge has agreed with Bob Saget's family, temporarily blocking the release of death investigation records. The family says police photos and video are graphic and would cause irreparable harm. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.